Found love no, during bro. COVID. Found love oh, during yeah. COVID. It's that- weird. Life's weird, man. And uno, dos, tres, cuatro, welcome to the Tell me this one's Episode 199 of A2 the show. I okay, well, 199. According to my calculations, is 199. Those calculations are sometimes and, off, but this uh, is 199. Side Jamal, episode number 22. 22. We've been this 22, 22 times, side. Two. There you wow. go. I'm feeling 22. Okay, side. side and no. Sharif's back. We have welcome. Sharif on the show. The welcome back. Yeah, that's true. Welcome back. All right. Woo! December. We've December. made it. We're we're yeah. we're officially twelve out of twelve on twenty twenty. The month that is true. We're almost then, done with December. Yeah. By the time this show comes, this episode comes out, right. it's been a it's been a hell of a year, boys. It's been it's a hell a, of a year. Nice you reflecting. Wanna, Definitely. So yeah. an hour of reflection is worth seventy warships, as a great man once said. Wow. So let's, go. let's 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 reflect. Let's reflect on the year. Let's take it off all the way through January. What happened uh, in January? I'll start by saying, if I may, uh, in the beginning of uh, New Year's 2020, uh, one of my good friends, her name is Nadine. Uh, she told me, Happy New Year. Hope it's a great year. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know, she's like, yeah. So, so I replied to her in August, like four months ago, because yeah. I forgot to reply to her. And I'm like, yeah, Happy New Year. I hope it's a great year, too. <laughs> <laughs> Eight, eight months into the year. I love it. I love it. That's great. That's a great story. All right. Well, <laughs> let's let's get back to the topic at hand, boys. Right. Whew, it's been a tough year. It's been a tough Ali, year. How's been all. your year? How how would you describe your year so far? From January to December. Ass cancer. What? Oh, oh yeah. Oh jeez. What happened? It was bad, bro. Oh no. <laughs> uh, be it in university, be it in uh, every aspect of my life has gone down the drain this year. It's been a rough year for me. This Every podcast was, life? yeah, bro, literally. <laughs> I'm sorry. This podcast is the only thing that kind of kept me, you know, going instead of trying to commit not breathing. So, really? Uh, I'd like to the say. Part, this podcast saved your life. This is going to be our uh, thumbnail clickbait. Saving lives. This, this podcast saved your life. <laughs> sure. That's amazing. I'm Ooh, glad you didn't kill up. yourself. I mean, it's not that I was literally going to kill myself. I was just very upset with this year, especially with COVID. Like, I'm a social person, right? I'm a very, very social person. I can't stay at home indefinitely. Can't do it. I just can't. Now, not saying that during quarantine, I left my place or anything. Cops, chill, right? No, what happened was... I was on Discord a lot, and I am now a part of like 52 different servers with different people that know me. So here's the issue with with COVID and quarantine. My fear, my newfound fear is that as soon as everything goes back to normal, all these cool people I met online through Discord, I will never hear from again. Why? Not because they won't be there, because I won't be there. Because again, I'm a social person. Ali, can I can I just comment on that? I don't think like it's anything to be scared of. I think it's I mean this year's just been crazy, right? Yeah, it's been just stupid. a chapter of our lives that what chapter? I'm not even counting 2020. See, so you say that, but when you what do you mean you're not counting 2020? It doesn't count as a year, Ali. Nothing like literally. You say months. that, but it does count in a year. You definitely learned a lot of things about yourself and the world. True. And I learned I can uh, run a podcast pretty well. There you go. That. I mean, you learned that you can put in the time and effort to create something amazing. There you so go. There yeah. you go. And, how was the how has been the uh, the quarantine lockdown situation in Jordan? 
<laughs> Bro, the second day that it was announced that there was a case in Jordan, the second day the army took over the streets, no one was allowed to leave for months. Wow, man. Yeah. That is the best response I've seen. Wow. Pretty nice. much. And that's why they managed to almost, almost zero out their cases. But then it came back. But then it, now it's spiraling back. There's like 5,000 cases a day for the past two you or three weeks. can't stop the COVID. Literally. Yeah. Like, it, I'm going to try it, and pull up the number real one. quick. Uh, okay. Wow. Where is it? Where is the number? Hold on. I need to clear a bit of my tabs because I have a lot of World of Warcraft related stuff that's irrelevant to the show. Uh, here. Lockdown is that why it spiraled out of control or what? Dude, no, I'll tell you why it spiraled out of control. So, Jordan COVID cases. How about that? Right? Right now, look at that. There was literally 40, 30 cases a day right here. Let me pull the camera. Oh, wow. So that's that's 5,000 now. For a while, like throughout the year, right? Look at this. There was a point there was just a case. And then they open the Syrian borders for trucks to move. And look what happens. Look what happens. Look what happens. Like it was one day. <laughs> one one day they opened the Syrian border. Just one day. And well, you can't stop happened. it. It's so crazy, right? Because one of those things that... It's exponential, man. It's amazing. What's so today? Hard. Today yeah. is December. Uh, let's see how many cases we had today. Oh, there oh wow. That's a lot of deaths so far. In Jordan, this, I don't think this worldwide, is worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide, bro. Oof, one million that's deaths worldwide. Awesome. A lot of people died from this. <sighs> I mean, I'm what... sorry for everyone who lost anyone. Exactly. Yeah, like this year was just so messed up. I'm sorry to anyone <clears throat> yes. who's lost anyone. COVID. I've lost uh, COVID, and it's devastating. You know. It you want to talk about it? You lose to COVID. So say uh, it again. My aunt. No, it's fine. My aunt's husband died to COVID. He was like young. He was in his fifties. And um, yeah, I mean, like he died prematurely. God, he got COVID. He went to the hospital. Caught other things in the hospital, pneumonia, whatnot. Yeah, and that because it. it causes like COVID uh, doesn't cause a specific disease. It just weakens your lung immunities, and you can get things like pneumothorax, chemothorax, hydrothorax, pneumonia, Oof. pneumothorax. Yeah. A lot of different like and thorax disease, right? The more so, yeah, the more I share my this story, I I hear from everyone like. Everyone like has some experience of loss during this time. Not everyone, but yeah. a lot of people I know do. The collective of amount of people I know who know someone who died during COVID a lot. Yeah. You know what? I also want to say shout out to my dad who's been in the front lines of doing, you know, yeah. COVID related works. And he's like my dad, man, if I may, he's a doctor. That's what one of the reasons it inspired you to be a doctor as well, right? Pretty much, yeah. Like he just seeing him put the work for a sixty something year old man who already has his own pre-medical history issues to deal with and still putting the time and effort to go every day from a.m to p.m working his ass off like just shout out to and every single medical worker right everyone from the people who clean the hospital all the way to the top surgeon in the field right shout out to all these people because if we all thought we had a rough year the shit they've right. seen is incomparable trying yeah. to keep up with different cases different patients all coming in in a huge surge, right? right? And death, death, death. A lot of people die. And a lot of death. And they have to let people out, return, because they know they're going to die, but they you need guys, space for other people. Working in a hospital is not a pleasant <clears throat> environment. Let me tell you this. But working in a hospital during not an epidemic, a pandemic, is just a whole nother level of fuck shit crazy. So shout out to all the medical workers 
who actually have put in the work and putting giving their all just to like zero down the cases i like to say we have been idiots we must have sometimes went out and not listened to your uh i forgot the word in in uh, english like your advices on staying right. home right. right and it has backfired to some it hasn't to others but in the end of the day you guys rock. Right. Thank you very much. Okay, so what have you? What have you learned? Let's. Uh, I mean, reflect about this. If so, I can yeah. say one comment briefly. Go for it. Uh, actually, there was a headline a few months ago of a nurse in uh, South Carolina. She uh, she went on CNN. A huge huge story. She said that every day before work she cries. Imagine every that. Single day the amount of healthcare professionals that have committed suicide is a lot during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. So a much lot. pressure. Like, yeah. It's. Is because yeah, it is heartbreaking. So shout out to the medical workers who actually, you know, they put up with it. They stay strong. You guys do really inspire me every single day. Whenever I'm studying, whenever I, you know, there you do go. actually read my yeah. shit or do get the time to read my shit. Like I always, you know, keep you guys in mind. So shout out to you guys. Shout but I, there's this good question you asked, Ali. What have you guys learned about yourself? So I'm sorry, gonna yeah. So I wanna. I, sorry. I. What have you learned about yourself? but also about being locked in by yourself at home. So all this isolation and self-isolation. Right. Boys, let's start it with you two, our beautiful guests. What yeah. have you learned about yourself? Actually, man, uh, Sai, do you want to go first? No, no, you go. So basically, uh, two, three weeks ago, I got banned from seeing my sisters. That's the biggest impact I've had from COVID in my life until now, just because... Uh, I used to frequent my girlfriend's house, which was in downtown Vancouver, which has a lot of cases. And she lives with people that are very irresponsible with the precautions. So the, when they found out, my sisters, they were scared, like really scared. So they didn't want me to come over anymore. I was essentially banned. She, my, my girlfriend moved in with me. Uh, we moved into a new apartment together, like at the beginning of the month. We're just waiting for the 14 days to finish. Then I can see my sisters again. Because, yeah, my sisters are really scared of this COVID shit. Because my dad's going to move in as well from uh, Morocco soon. And they can't risk him getting getting it because he's an old man. He has like medical history. So yeah, that's pretty much the biggest effect on me. And of course, the masks <laughs> and on the on public transportation, and then the at the restaurant, sanitizing everything like a madman, spraying my clothes every mm. single time I touch anything, every grocery. It's it's very hectic. It's very hectic. But it's yeah, nothing it compared to what others go through. But this this is what has been on me. Mm. Yeah. And what what new thing have you discovered in yourself, Sharif? Uh, how much I value uh, having people around, man. This the connection, like the bonding with people. Like you take it for granted. Like I, I work at a restaurant. I'm very social in this place, especially. I'm always talking to guests, always like make, stirring up conversations, chatting up everybody. And not being able to do that is very different. It's very different. Mm -hmm. you, you, it gets a bit lonely, you know. You have to. That's why what you're doing with Discord, I can imagine why. Like it's it's uh, you value it a lot. It's just, I do. Because I'm literally there, right? alone, like all the time. There was the time when I was still in Jordan. Uh, I was here for two months, so I experienced quarantining here for two months. I didn't stay here on my own, I have to say. I, I tried it for two days, I couldn't. I literally yeah. grabbed all my PC equipment, everything that's on this table now, and I went and I, I quarantined with two of my best friends who are brothers. So shout out to those two, if right. they do end up watching this video. And Amazing. We learned a lot about each other. We learned, well, what, what did we learn? How to, <clears throat> what's the word for it? How to give space and accept each other's faults, right? Sometimes right. I mess up with forgetting to take out the trash maybe or 
forgetting to wash the dishes, but that's fine. They'll just ask me and I'll do it, right? Sometimes they forget to do shit and I'll just go and ask them, you know, like, hey, right. you forgot to do this. Just And we learn to really cooperate. Well, you have to because if you're quarantined with someone, you really have to learn how to but like you can move out, man. The yeah. amount of people who have yeah. gotten divorced really during can. COVID is so much. The amount of really like, domestic. Yeah, this is. Yeah. I know people whose parents got divorced during COVID. So it's like wow. it's because like these people haven't been locked in with each other for a very long time. And now you're putting them back together. And I feel like most people haven't spent the amount of time with their family that we have now during COVID. And it's like that has increased. And speaking of isolation, one of the things I learned about that's really frightening is like, okay, we're isolated and it's kind of scaring us. But imagine you're an elderly person, right? Like you're an old person and now nobody wants to come visit you because no one wants to give you this disease. Oh man! Now these people are dying from loneliness. The amount of like old people emotional that are dying, pain. emotional pain, loneliness, all their friends are dying. No one wants to come visit them. Literally, the only thing that makes these old people live is their family that they have. But now you say you can't see them in Christmas and Thanksgiving or whatever <laughs> around the world. It's literally right? the only excuse we have right. to go visit our elders, right? Right. Which is, which is crazy. It's, it's crazy that no, I've never mm. thought of this. This thought has never crossed my mind. But so it's what do you true. think about? Okay, now that we brought, bring this up, what do you guys think? Because I'm going to be going home to Lebanon soon. So I wonder if I should see my grandparents or not. I mean, no, I, I no. wouldn't advise that as a, as you know. Okay. As a student of okay, medicine, you, I'd say you quarantine take... yourself for like a few days. If you felt like maybe even like if you just sneezed or anything, right? Sure. Just right. Why don't you just take another test when once you get to Lebanon? I could do that probably. Yeah, and if it if I it comes up negative, my my boss did it. I think no. What happened? Uh, don't trust don't trust the one in the airport. Don't trust it. Uh, the COVID test in the airport. I see. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they don't even do it. I'll get tested before I leave. Yeah, but it's not, about, it's not about before you leave it's about when you're on the plane you're exactly. in a closed tin can that's flying really? across for 15 16 is hours. it dangerous flying across a plane because i hear yeah. the air is not about it's pretty good it's pretty good but it's not virally viral proof, no, no right? it doesn't spread like I that see. but you can get you can catch it in the airport or like someone from the staff or mm. someone uh, came from a country where he didn't get checked so, so he's just on the same plane so you can catch it because we have we have people who get infected by way of when they're when they're coming back to Lebanon. So, so there is a possibility. Distancing on airplanes or no? No, man. There's no social distancing. They're yeah, there is planes. a little bit. No, they're when filling my brother, up the planes. When my brother traveled to Lebanon, he told me he had the whole road to himself. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, he got. I'm, that's because yeah. he bought an uh, off-season ticket. Right. So he got lucky with that. But yeah. in reality, most of the planes would be full. For example, uh, during Christmas, what's called... who's traveling to Lebanon also? I don't know. There's a lot of people. If sure. I come to but Lebanon, never... which might actually happen, I'm definitely going to come business because at least no one's going to be anywhere close to me, right? So that's Alente, you said idea. you're going to come on the 24th, right? Yeah, that's on, on season. Day. That's literally on season. Christmas. But, it's... but most people come before. Right. Oh. That's what I mean. Because Chris, you're, you're coming in the like after Christmas, uh, so they shouldn't like no one's gonna book late tickets. So it's right, also yeah, the impact of COVID is crazy too. You know how many airlines stock stocks took a hit? Like yeah, Warren, Warren Buffett, from one of them, he has a lot of air, uh, airlines. Right. Hmm. Actually, Barcelona. Speaking of that, if you wanna just uh, put it out there, 
They're the, they're, I think they have the second highest debt in world football for the top Euro- European leagues. They're so yeah. in debt that they're thinking of offloading Messi next season. Or even what? this January, because in the they end don't... of the season, his uh, contract expires and he goes for free. So they're thinking of getting him rid of him now in January to get some money back. Because he can get, they can get a lot of money for him. Just because the, of COVID, because COVID. I don't think. Their I don't think it's gonna happen because they yeah. uh, they got him. They got a new uh, what's it called count. The board of directors. They got a new board of directors. They fired uh, Barto- Bartolomeu or something. They're so in debt, man. Every, every football club actually. Okay. Sports in general. Right. Like, this is. By the way, sorry, you can say your thing, side. Yeah. Oh no, I was, I was just, I was just saying. I didn't speak about my reflection of the year. Go yeah, it. go ahead. Um, honestly, it's actually quite the opposite for compared to everyone else. Uh, for some reason, with everything stacked up against uh, an individual, uh, I somehow was actually able to, you know, enjoy 2020. I had a lot. I had some good experiences. Um, as I previously mentioned, I basically got over my depression, and I, to be honest, at this certain at this moment right now, I do feel happy. I haven't felt this way in years and uh i feel like i'm in a very good spot right now i mean once i got over the <laughs> depression i got a i got a girlfriend that i really care about and i love her and uh, now and i've been looking Christmas. for a master's degree to continue into that's not like the training for the needs to be really. <laughs> let me just finish this and i also started training uh, for a job i might get in, uh, in a good company so it's actually the second best insurance company in Lebanon. And uh, so, yeah, I think everything's lining up for me right now. There you right, go. Great, great. So the world's going to shit. Say Jamal's world is going to greatness. That's great. Really happy for you, man, honestly. Yeah, no, we're very happy for you, obviously. Like, I'm Thank glad you. something positive happened to, you know, any right. of us. It's good to see. I got a girlfriend, yeah, by the way. I should, I, shouldn't, I should have mentioned that, yeah. <laughs> How much? No, you said you said you moved in. You, you said yeah, it. No, I I got I I we started dating in um, end of June or beginning of July, and yeah, now we're gonna be six months by in two weeks. Oh, hey, found love no, during bro. COVID. Found love during COVID. COVID. It's weird. Life's weird, man. Life's weird. Life. Ellie, what about so you, I, buddy? I just want to ask, Said, how did you get over your depression? If you want to share that story, because well, it fully now that it's been a year. And uh, what's your journey? Don't mind me asking. I know it's a big thing to mention, but if you feel comfortable. Honestly, I'm not 100% sure what's the complete trigger, but I'm guessing it's an accumulation of certain events. Specific, well, but the most I can, the most accurate time where I can pinpoint it to is, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was my third year in uh, AUB, my, in this fall semester. So this was the year when I became president of the branch uh, for Red Cross. And I was taking five major courses. And I'm going to take Okay, thank you for using that word. <laughs> Basically, uh, my, uh, one of my role models who were in Red Cross, who I looked up to was my previous president. He turned his back on me. He, wanted, he was trying to manipulate the branch while I was president. I, I wasn't doing well in my, my courses. And I was just, you know, tired very tired because I also I lived very far from the university so I had to keep moving back and forth so basically I that's when I really started feeling like I'm changed I'm, I'm a changed person you know I don't feel the same way I don't act the same way I don't talk to people the same way you know it's like I don't feel like talking to anyone 
I'm just like doing my dues. I'll call us. Let's okay. Okay. Routine. Routine. That sounds routine. hard. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, and then after I stopped being president, I still had two more years, two more years in the NAB, and they were just like you know like years passing by. Okay, okay, next year I want to finish. I want to graduate. And then COVID hit, and here things started to change for me. It's as if like you know everyone being in pain and in shock and agony. I I uh, re I'm reborn as a phoenix, you know, coming out. It's like yes, uh, like the world's I don't know what in the pain. So I shall yeah, be I came great. From dashes. <laughs> no like everything started to go well like no, but I what do you mean but you did you you had to do something okay yeah going on about that, it so like, just randomly happened right yeah obviously so so i was still going on there uh basically the covid didn't affect my academics since i only had two courses in that semester so i got lucky with that and got a lot of breathing space there for honing but this time that i got i started like thinking about it and like no um <laughs> Okay, so I started thinking about and reflecting on myself. I'm like, okay, I, I'm not in a good position right now or a good state. And I really... <laughs> Sharif, I saw that. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Under, our viewers understand. I typed in the Said, the embodiment of Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. The love of pain and the misery of others. <laughs> Anyways, okay. keep going. Okay. okay, so I started note. I did this self-reflection thing, and uh, I noticed like I have to work on this. It's not, it's not good for me. I was very demotivated. I didn't. I didn't apply for uh, jobs. I didn't even look at the master's uh, programs or anything like that. I didn't feel like any doing anything. Everything was so lazy. Uh, tried to do home workouts. Started skipping a bit of those. Now I'm committed. So I said to myself, I'm like, okay. I watched an episode of uh, there's this guy, Esmotoni Elikanan. He's a he's like a director here in Lebanon. He's a young guy. Uh, he did this, and he's really into this psychology thing. And he has depression and OCD. So he did on this episode with uh, I forgot the host. I forgot what's the show's name. But he started talking about depression and uh, those kind of things and OCD. So I felt like I related to the depression part specifically. And I'm like, okay, I need to deal with this. Uh, this is not good. So directly, I signed up, uh, talked to a psychiatrist, then I was forwarded for therapy. Um, basically, I had mild to moderate depression. So I guess, I, you know, I, I treat it, I, I feel like it's a, like cancer. If you catch it early, you can remove it faster. You can get in, like, get out of it better. Because okay. I compared it to also my friend who is uh, who is suicidal, who's living with me right now. So, and uh, he he needs more treatment. Like he's had, he started the treatment, and it's still ongoing. It's been on like it's been like this for like two and a half weeks, maybe more. Mm -hmm. And I didn't need this much as much attention as him, so I caught it early. So what is the what is like the attention you got? What is like advice you can have for someone who is going through a dark part? Because you overcame it, exactly. So what is like? So you can share more than me because I haven't. I mean, I've been through dark parts, but I wouldn't say I've ever been like depressed. Yeah. Super anxious. So I mean, uh, the, the first thing is you have to actually understand that this is depression. It's not like you're just sad or, or always annoyed and it's just like random things. Um, so once you find figure that out, once you actually notice and you get yourself checked, just go for therapy, call us, just do it. And don't and don't think about the medication part the, from the psychiatrist as a bad thing because it actually because depression is also like 
it, it has some biological effects in your head. So the psychiatrist basically told me, uh, Ali, I don't know if he, if it's like passed in your studies or anything. Both of like us that. would know about yeah, this. No, we, yeah, no, we both know about this. It's sometimes your body just forgets how to produce happy hormones. Yeah, I, no, it, it needs more happy hormones because somehow the receptor has... Uh, There's two parts. There's the that where it's yeah. the issues with the receptor of the hormone and then there's the issue with the upregulation of the actual hormones. Not, yeah, emitting enough yeah. hormones. Pretty mean, much. So it can be either or. It depends on. Yeah. Exactly. So basically she explained it to me and she prescribed me medication. Now the medication I got was a smaller dose because I'm not like, I'm not, I don't have extreme depression. Yeah, I don't have extreme yeah. depression. So I didn't need that much medication. And honestly, she, she told me to, to take it for two months uh, and then we'll see if you need more. I stopped taking it at, uh, at a month, around a month. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's because real. I just felt I just felt better. I just I actually felt better. Mm. Uh, that... I did therapy like uh, four sessions. Now the thing is about the therapist. Uh, I did not find out about this until I finished. I stopped seeing her, and that she was a she's a, most of her patients were drug abusers. And I'm just coming here with my mild to moderate depression, coming to complain about my life issues and stuff. And she's being like, like, I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck? So basically, she just like, you know, what is the story? What's wrong with you? I'm translating here. Yeah, 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 exactly. And she just like, was got straight to the point with me and everything. So I feel like that helped out a bit. You just need a tough and, love. Yeah. I mean, it depends on each case. Obviously, not everyone can just like, you know, needs tough love. Now, for me, maybe right. I, it, it's tough as her, but whatever, it worked. Or maybe I just noticed. My, I okay, just you did that. It. So four sessions and one month of medication, and then that's all you needed? You were able to just... That's Dude, people go through this for years, so consider yourself lucky. Yeah, exactly. I know. So, I know, exactly. You know, it, on top of that, it's like I'm a very self-aware person from, from a young age. So that, that's one of the reasons why I got myself uh, checked. So why I started for therapy, because I actually told myself I have to get treated. Um, why well, I, I convinced my parents, I convinced, basically I, I convinced my whole family that, that, that they all need therapy. And- uh, Oh my God, dude. No, they, they actually they actually joke around about it, but I know, so, you know, deep down they're actually thinking about it. Okay, um, I guess. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that was- true. That, a lot of people I, go through a lot of stress and need like- Yeah, need help. I'm not saying- They need not... an extra hand. And we couldn't use more exactly. mental health, especially in the Middle East where they don't even believe it's real. I'm not, no, yeah, exactly. not that like the, the happiness. Real. My grand, my granddad once told me, sorry for interrupting. No, my granddad once told me there was a story of this guy who committed suicide and they were talking about it. My dad was like, why did, this is what he said. He was like, why did the demons corrupt him to do that? <laughs> you know, and like uh, to him, it couldn't, like you can imagine he's like, like someone would go through something like this. And it's like people aren't aware that it's actual like medical. There's something wrong and there's an imbalance in your brain that's going on that's leading. Me and you, we all know about this because we're educated. But the vast majority of people aren't educated. They're like, tough up. Stop being a whatever. <laughs> man, uh, honestly, though, what led to the what led to those neurological changes is actual events in your life. It's not like or your actions or inactions. Like it's not. No, so no, then no, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden chemicals change in your brain. You yeah, know? It's yeah, like... yeah, there's a lot of things that that, that right. are attributed to what we call environmental factors. 
right or environmental stressors so yeah no it's true but uh i'm glad that you got out of what you got out of say and Thank, i'm happy yeah. for, for you that happy. yeah that's really amazing let's go to the co-host ellie what did yeah. you learn about had, yourself this year i've had an eventful you... year so let's start january i came back to la from lebanon i was like yeah let's do this let's get the groove on was working whatever and then march COVID happened it was around my birthday time and that was probably the darkest time i was just very i was quarantined alone my roommates all went to their home, so I was alone for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I remember. And I was very sad. And but you had the whole house to yourself, right? I didn't have the whole to do what, Shady? If there's nothing, I mean, I know. It's like, what Probably am I going to do home alone? Play, play alone. Warzone all day. Basically, that's what I did. Play video games all day. Used to and bug me, Eddie. Dark. Let's play Warzone. I'm just like, uh, I'm playing WoW right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then my grandfather died. Um, that was the first big loss I had in my family. My uh, dad's dad passed away. Um, may you rest in peace, Grandpa Ali. Allah irhamu, bro. No, I don't know. I don't like some hard thing. I don't know if it's COVID related or anything, but that's the day I called Ali Shimari and I was like, hey, man, you want to start a podcast? At 4 a.m., I got right. a phone call and he, I was like, right. it's crazy. You know what? We were talking about this the other day. It's crazy because. Right. Every time I say the story, I say, I look at the phone. I don't know what to say to him. Do I yell at him? Do I just shut the phone and block it? I was actually thinking of doing those things. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. I was no. genuinely actually right. this close random. to sh- like yelling at you, telling you to either, you know, piss right, off mm-hmm. or, you know, just block you and, and call you later. Cause it I is very know. strange, man. Who's but the, I don't know what happened to me. I don't know what came over me. All of a sudden I was right. like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I, really Ali Andrews, I have a question. Okay. Uh, oh, how did you come up with, like, what made you think about doing a podcast? I just felt like I had to do some, like, mm. this year, I, like I told you, my, my, un- like my mm. uncle died and also my granddad died. So for me, it's like, I just feel life is so short. And especially the time my mm. granddad died, in my head, I felt like, well, now I guess my dad's the new, like, Patriarch. Next, I guess. Right. And next then I'm, and I'm supposed to now, be in my dad's spot kind of where i need to like do something with my life i guess and so that's how kind of i don't know i just feel like i had to do something i had no clue whatever this podcast was going to be it was just like let's do a podcast we really First did couple it days the night talking. he called me the night he called me woke up next day we filmed our very first episode <laughs> our very 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 first right. episode the Remember next day that? And it's one of the most beautiful things because I feel like now we're 200 episodes in. Yep. It really like transformed from like just us talking to us having some friends over. We had to beg a lot of guests to come on. Now we have all these amazing, amazing people coming on. Dude. And um, let me pull up the first ever episode. There you go. But it's, yeah, it's so, it's so strange. It's so strange to me still. Dude. It's it's crazy because I still to this day I'm like what made me say yeah okay let's do it when you call because yeah. I would have usually I would yell I would actually like be like you woke me up in the middle of my sleep you messed up my sleep right. now and I, but I was just just like yeah okay let's do it like look at this I we woke up the next day here look at this like I barely had hair at the time mm. camera quality was ass right right didn't know what to do <laughs> ali you were fat look at you you You're lost a lot then. of weight bro. you actually look younger what is this wow when did well, you yeah, start like, man you're both of us man 
both of us, dude. <laughs> right. And now we went from this all the way to literally like, look at this. Right. We've upgraded. Right. Yeah. We really did upgrade. Like, look at this. Our quality of everything, everything right. just like, mm. and that's the beauty months. of what we did is yeah. because we, we didn't decide to right. go full <clears throat> out from the beginning, right? right? Buy every equipment. No, we gave it a few months before we thought, you know what? Yeah. This is something we want to continue to do. That's right. when we started to improve in our. Well, I mean, I like also we had no clue where this was gonna. I mean, really I never wanted to be a podcaster. I feel like Ali, no way he ever imagined dude, he'd ever dude, be a podcaster here's, here's what's or a YouTuber. Is. Here's what's yeah. weird is, and most of the people that watch really don't believe it when I say this. We still don't know where this podcast is going. We're right. just literally riding the wave. That's all exactly. we're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, all right, yeah. I have another question, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. Um, how did you know that uh, Hollywood was going to be a good selection to be your co-host? Dude, it's not like that. Because I, like to... I feel like you, right. I feel like you predetermined right. it, like as, as it was meant to be. Dude, it's a match made in heaven, definitely. But what happened was me and Ali used to talk on uh, video calls like every day right. for hours on end. And then there was COVID a short, especially. yeah, yeah. During COVID, and back yeah. then I was still with my friends quarantining. Remember, I used to tie my hair, right. bro. Literally, like, my days. hair was yeah. super long. And then right. I remember, like, we just talked about everything and anything. Yeah. No, and I don't know the idea. And that's how it happened. So basically, that's that's how I was born. Those talks all over. Dude, and then so also side like like dude like having you on and having all the guys on every single week. It's also very surreal to me that fun fact high from friends, A2, we're all yeah. still connected and we're all check, doing this every single week. Check this out. Fun fact for about A2 the show. Say Jamal yeah. was supposed to be a one-time episode back in here. Let me find out the first the date of when Oof. we filmed the uh, called the side special or something. Yeah. We called no, special. we called it uh A squared Said segment. Side which segment was meant to ass. mean ass. <laughs> so your segment was literally meant to be I, I came up with that, by the way. No, you didn't. I did. Yes, I did. No, Bro, that was me. Get the fuck out of here. You guys, stop I, fighting I, over I hate you. credit. You remember it. You I don't remember. remember. I, don't, I have bad memory. Um, yeah. It was the 31st, but I don't remember which month. We've done so many podcasts. Yeah. It was. It was. It must have been March, because that's when we... No, March. we did. We began in April. Not March, we? man. May, April, May. Something like that, I think. Okay, yeah, probably. What, yeah. what was what was a few months ago here? I can find the actual episode of the very first Saeed Jamal episode. How about Literally that? Literally write Saeed Jamal number one and you'll find it. Oh, or I can just scroll all the way down. We oh, can go to... Uh, there you go. Yeah. But um, yeah. on the comment, yeah, it's still like it's... And just meeting people from all around the world. Literally, Literally the, all around the world, bro. Every single day we have someone from a different country. Look at it. Look at this. May 31st. May. Oh my God, those headphones. <laughs> those headphones. They still give me nightmares, bro. <laughs> With the echo, the echo sound. And everything. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, the, the bad lighting for both of us. <laughs> you remember that? You guys remember this setup? I remember this setup. It's a classic it's like, setup. It's a classic yeah. Is this the, the window on your right, right now? Where? In your current in your current seating where i'm now this is the window yes but i have the shutters down <laughs> it looks so it looks like you're in a hallway in the right, old one <laughs> where here not, oh look he's gonna do it he's gonna start this battle right now like <laughs> look at me bro 
<laughs> I was very uncomfortable, I have to say. At the time, right. I was very, very uncomfortable. Right. But it yeah. was... You redecorated your room, man. Yeah? No, this, this is how my room genuinely looks like. It's just that this desk used to come up to about here, right? Oh. And I used to sit on the other side. But Ali gave me shit about your background is too white. And I was like, Ali, whatever. He was like, no, it's too plain. I was like, fine. So I, I was like, what if I switch the table around and just there put my thing to the wall? That way, this will all be behind me. He's like, "Yeah, that's much better." I was like, "Okay, I'll do that." Yeah. I remember um, I did that for the. I have the interior designer. Not really. I'm just a filmmaker that, and a psychologist that stumbled upon giving yeah. therapy to people from all the different countries every single day. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. You know how we came up with the idea of making you come every week? Uh-uh. Ali, you want to tell them who came up with the idea? I was you never came told. Up with it? What was your idea? I don't know. Was, I came up with the idea. I literally said, let's bring Saeed Jamal every single week. He'll be like a little news segment. Oh, yeah. I remember Ali, Ali Hajar sent me the chat. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> let's, let's, how about we make Saeed Jamal a weekly Ooh. thing? Then, yeah. Who would have, who would have thought just from that episode here, right? Like, it wasn't like, like no offense, <laughs> but when I watch this episode, I kind of cringe at it. All of us, like it is me, very cringy. Yeah, all of us, you know? man. Yeah, yes. Yeah, but but who would have thought that now, right. like six months in, half a year, half a year into the whole shebang, right? Uh huh. How's it? How's it been? How's your experience been for the A two show side? Yeah. Like? How? Yeah. Let us know. Why I do mean, you I guess. It's, <laughs> why do I still do this? Um, well, other. I feel like I don't know. It's, it's just like. It's a nice experience, you know. It's I'm actually I get joy from this, you know. Okay, we have our arguments and what and whatnot, but that's yeah. just like what friends do, you know. This is it's, the listen, this is the it's added, the beauty. The, it's the shabab. It's the beauty of a conversation when there's an argument. Why? Because right. you never yeah. know what you might learn from someone who's against your thoughts and beliefs. Exactly, and also you can put yourself to to the test where if someone is basically uh, doubting your whatever you're thinking, your opinion. You have a way to argue it. And at the same time, if you just talk to someone who agrees with you, there's nothing to talk about. It's like, oh, you know, I love salmon. I was like, yeah, I love salmon too. All right. Yeah. It's not it's <laughs> not the way to go. Literally not the way to go. That's why that's, right. that's why I like it when we get all the boys here. They all discuss their opinions and views. And when there's a little bit of an argument, I never stop it. I want to see where it goes. Yeah, right? yeah because I go the rails. <laughs> yeah. add fuel to the flame. <laughs> I, right. Yeah, that's such what bit. I do. We I call it in Arabic Zellagwayarat, which basically means exposed wires. Bro, it's been a fun It's been a fun year in terms of fun, but it's been a shit year. The fun year in terms of fun. Like but it's been a shit year in terms of life. Like you're trying to reach the word limit in your essay. <laughs> change change font color to white Amazing. and then keep pressing uh, full stop and stop and stop. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you guys do that? Uh, there you go. There you go. I think of the no, I've never done it, but I know about it. Actually, oh. on this topic, I wonder what subject we're each, like we're all of us as a group of friends, most divided on, honestly. Ooh. Let, do you want to take a look now? Go ahead. Yeah, why not? We can take a look now before, because we really did hit our timestamp, but I was, yeah. I'm actually genuinely interested in this. So how do I go to Ali? You know this more playlist, right? And then say there you go. segment. Easy. What do you guys think? Uh, so what are we doing? What are we doing? Which subject were we most divided? You can in? click on the, the one on top to see it in full screen. Like if you click on a squared side segment, yeah, exactly. On top. 
this there you go oh there we go uh, okay so what have you been talking about this whole time cid from the beginning oh so done so done where is the beginning oh you might need to sort it by date maybe how do i do that doesn't say hmm but okay well oh well you can see all the different topics I Sharif think and Syed, social division. What society? It was the one Inside where you and Paco were going at it. Paco, oh Paco's and Syed's arguments. I've been, I've been in those, man. I've seen those. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely Paco, definitely. Uh, that was I the one where you two were. We had Muhammad Jafar on. You had Paco, Amir, Hassan Asirdin. All, all the shout out oh, to everyone that came on the that. show. I'm gonna see that now, actually, after the after. Bro, but they shoot, but they shoot Nidal Slim on this show. Yeah. Oh my God, dude! Ah! Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, man, big party on the show. Oh, no, no, no! You have to find. Shusmo, uh, uh, what's his name? Yo, Adel can he used to hang out with Jafar and Shami. We'll find them. All those people. What's his name? On the next episode of A to the Show. On the next episode of A to the But let me, let me, I just want to wrap up my, my train of thought about this year. Go I've ahead. learned, I've lo- like, I've visited the year with the most ah, boss of my life. And also the most love of my life. I've met so many people from all around the world. And just doing this podcast, it really like showed me how we're not that different. If you're in Egypt or if you're in Belarus or if you're in Africa or if you're in, like literally Ali, who would have imagined we could have a conversation Connect with people all around the world right and and it's and crazy it's really it's, crazy it's i mean there's nothing like it there literally is nothing like what we're doing here and i like feel like we are doing a positive change and like we show that people all around the world are pretty much the same we are and it is like if we can keep doing that uh yep. we can bridge people more together and i that's that's what really drives me for the show it's just like like just like meeting someone from a sing- every single country every single day is just so mind-blowing to me. It is. And uh, I'd love to continue doing that. It so, is. Yeah. So, the year of the most lost, the year of the most love. And um, we'll just call it a cocktail yeah. of... Uh, this year has been a cocktail of emotions. How about that? Exactly. From our family yeah. to yours, thank you so much for watching A2 thank you. the show. Yes. Uh, if you've reached this part of the episode, please remember to subscribe, like, share, and do all that good stuff. Subscribe, uh, subscribe, subscribe. Yeah. Well, okay. When I when I just pose one, can I pose one more question, Ali Shimmer? Go ahead. Okay. What do you guys oh, think no. is the the new normal is going to be like after starting next year? Um, exactly what you told me once, Ali. Remember, we had this conversation like six months ago. First the- of all, we need to learn how to shake hands again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Ali, you told me that is you. Everyone's gonna go out and like spend so much more time than ever before with their friends and family, and they're just gonna want to reconnect and just make up for lost time. You know, I think that's you. You subtly when you said that six months yeah. ago because it's gonna be true. Uh, Actually, okay. I have good news from Canada. Uh, Five thousand of the seventy-six million Pfizer uh, vaccines for COVID uh, have already reached Canada. Pfizer. Yeah, right. five thousand for the first four five thousand most intense cases. And by February, hopefully, we'll get the entire 76 million delivered from the USA. And yeah, man, it's uh, looking bright, actually. I don't know if you guys heard about the vaccine. We talked about it. Wait, which round? Yeah. We were usually pessimistic about these things. Yeah. I'm not taking the vaccine, though. So thank you for watching another episode Ah! of the show. I'll say it again. Like, subscribe, Ah! all that good stuff. Bro, boys, look at Saeed. Look at at, at Saeed, bro. He already knows how we sign out.
salute to cover the cap. Yo. Boys, subscriber, you get AIDS. Peace. Yikes. Believe in yourself. Uh, accept what you have. Um, maybe have a journal and write down every day what you are grateful for. And always believe that God is great and God has, um, like, He has the best for you, kept for you. You just have to work for it. And if He has kept anything from you, know that it's only for your benefit. And it's because He's preparing you for something better. Amazing. Fair. I wanna, well, before we wrap, well, I do want to share something that I've been doing this past year that's really made me really positive. I have this thing where mm -hmm. I have a reminder on my phone every three days I get saying, um, write some things you're grateful for. And I have this little notebook where I write down like three things.